0: Hey everybody, welcome to Movie Mavens, a podcast where we watch and review two movies that are related in some way. We call it a spicy double feature.
1: The films can be related through director, actor, plot, setting, or even title. I'm one of your hosts, Annie Janes.
0: And I'm Carson Green. And this week's Spicy Double Feature is Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Creed. But I will say that I didn't realize and or know and or acknowledge that it was actually called Black Panther. I've just been calling it Wakanda for like six months.
1: And not even Wakanda Forever, just Wakanda. Yeah,
0: that I—that's how little exposure I've had.
1: <laughs> that Wakanda film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, both of these films are directed by Ryan Coogler, partially written by Ryan Coogler, and star Michael B. Jordan in some capacity.
0: Dude, I like that name Coogler. Every time I see it on screen, I'm like, cool. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he has a good name. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, well, before we jump into the Spicy Dub, Annie, what have you been watching?
1: What have you been up to? I haven't been watching much because God of War Ragnarok came out. Are you aware of this game? Um, yes. Well, God of War 2018 was like, is one of my favorite games ever. Okay. And so, this is highly anticipated for me. So I've been playing a lot of that, and not watching a lot. And the game is great. I'm like 20 hours in. I don't. I, I'll talk about it when I beat it. But how long? For now, how long
0: is it? How long is the game?
1: I don't know. 50 hours. Oh, damn. but I think, I think um, my hourly assumption is incorrect because, like, if you leave your PlayStation running at, like, clocks those hours. So maybe I'm only, like, 15 hours in or something. But we'll probably do every side quest possible.
0: Honestly, I don't think that... Okay, me as not a gamer, I Mm -hmm. the ways that I do spend my time, I don't want to know how long I'm spending doing those things, you know? (laughs) Like, I don't want my phone to tell me how long i'm I'm on youtube like like the idea of tracking the game like that i don't know why it makes me anxious
1: i think i generally really like it because i never i don't feel bad until the hours start climbing into like an unhealthy number (laughs) yeah for a game that doesn't deserve it um for example like like the sims 4 or just the sims in general since like i was playing them as a middle schooler i probably put like the most hours into that game probably like a thousand who knows then it's scary but for god of war i'm like 50 hours i think that's actually cool because it's like a little bit more than a you know a work week yeah and the game is awesome and, and, it, and it only like costs it. 60 yeah. bucks hell yeah so i don't mind it until it's too high yeah <laughs> then it's embarrassing um but only but to I, yourself it's like... yeah only to myself really <laughs> Um, okay, I also watched Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, the Shane Black movie. Wow. Starring... What year is this from? Ooh, like 2005. Yeah. Oh, my God, Starring I was going Robert... to Really? <laughs> yes. Nice. Go on. Robert Downey Jr., Val Kilmer, and uh, Michelle Monahan. Uh-huh. Is that her name? Ooh, this... A lot of this did not age well, mostly when it comes to women. Oh, bummer. It's not a safe film for women. Every woman on screen is threatened in some way. Um, But it's also there's some great jokes in it. Robert Downey Jr. is young and good. It was okay. I think my memory of it was better than it was, but I still laughed at a few jokes.
0: I hate when that happens. Like Yeah. mm
1: -hmm. I think like with comedies and it's kind of a comedy, time does not help that genre at all. Yeah. Um when it comes to like the plot, because it is like a mystery similar to The Nice Guys, which we watched on there's an episode for the Nice Guys. Uh Uh-huh. Uh it's very similar in that it's super confusing, a little convoluted, a little too messy, but Still a good mystery overall. Yeah. It's very similar to The Nice Guys.
0: Okay. Hmm. Well, uh, Would you recommend?
1: Um, soft. Okay. Soft.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't think I will watch it based on what you've just said, but. Uh, I wouldn't is...
1: recommend it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is an audience for it absolutely Uh um like my dad would probably like it for example yeah
0: okay oh Uh, okay that explains a lot
1: yeah that's that sums it up pretty well but that's kind of all i've been up to have you been watching anything
0: you know i watched a couple of things um number one i watched triangle of sadness again um, what was
1: it like the second time around?
0: It was funnier the second time around. I could not wow. stop laughing. Annie, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> I was literally like giggling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was there a crowd?
0: Uh, Yeah, it was a full theater, which like, I don't know, from, based on my other or like my first experience where there was just a handful of people and no one really cared or laughed this experience was so I don't know it was just like lively it was nice it was good I recommend watching it a second time it's so funny I also okay this is really interesting is I didn't feel the length of it a second time the way that I felt the length of it the first time
1: Whoa, that's kind of surprising, because usually it's like the other way around.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, but I, it, the pacing felt really like, I don't know, good, well thought out, well paced, well done. It's a great fucking mm. movie, man.
1: I still don't think it needs to be that long, but I'm glad it you felt it less.
0: Yeah, yeah. oh my God. Boy, do I have so much to say about the length of movies.
1: Uh <laughs> That's what this podcast is gonna just turn into. <laughs> it's like does it need to be this long? And yeah, what we would cut out of it
0: literally, I have so much to say about our spicy dub, but <laughs> um, okay, I also went to well, okay, I went and saw a Joan Didion film um called Panic in Needle Park. And it is, it's from 1971, I think, and it's Al Pacino's first feature. And it's about this couple who um, are like hooked on heroin. And there was a huge shipment that was seized um, going into the port of New York. And so basically, like all of the junkies were like turning each other in, just to get a fix they were like snitching in the hopes of like oh well if that person isn't competing with me to get my next fix then you know whatever more Um, for you yeah yeah it was really sad it was very sad Mm. um i felt like it but i you know i really like i was thinking about this actually while i was watching black panther
1: (laughs) Wakanda, for you can call it Wakanda forever.
0: Um, is that I really like? <coughs> excuse me, I really like and appreciate movies that are just kind of like a slice of life, like very regular, average, like just telling human stories rather than telling like supernatural or fantastical stories. I,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I and you know I like that. I recognize that preference. Yeah, if it, it like feels good to to have kind of like put my finger on it maybe.
1: Mm. I think I am the opposite. Yeah. I think like when I when it, when a movie is about something real, I I tend to like it's harder for me to sit down to watch it.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Mostly
1: cuz I want to escape, I think.
0: Yeah. That's so man, taste is so fun and weird and Yeah um okay well it can't
1: all be the same which is by design you know
0: yeah right and like that's not to say that i don't mind like and i can have a great time watching like a fantastic movie a fantasy sci-fi whatever like i can have a good time but i think my preference is yeah just a little slice of life like yeah yeah um, and that's what this movie is, uh, but it's really sad. Al Pacino gave a great performance. Um, there's another young actress in it um, who also gave a really great performance. I don't recognize her name, but uh, again, incredibly, desperately sad. Mm. Um. Yeah, and it was uh, Joan Didion's, um f- the first film that she wrote, not the first film that she made, but the first one that she wrote, which was, it was cool. A little piece of history. What was it called again? Uh, Panic in Needle Park.
1: Mm. that's a cool name.
0: Yeah, I thought so too. That's why. That's like a huge reason why I wanted to watch it, even <laughs> honestly. Um, and then I also watched. This is a movie that I have been trying to get you to watch. I watched the remake of Suspiria, starring uh, Dakota Johnson and Tilda Swinton. And Mia Goth, actually. I didn't realize that she was in it. Um, It is... It's... Yeah, it's a remake of the, like, 79 film Suspiria about this dance company in... um, Berlin... Wait. Yeah, it's in Berlin. Berlin. and they there is a coven in the dance company and it's about like basically the coven is recruiting Dakota Johnson into like to become uh the body for this really ancient witch whose body <laughs> is decaying okay uh-huh um it's really it's very good it's very well made I haven't seen it since it came out. I think in two thousand eighteen I want to say it might have been nineteen. I don't remember um but it's an Amazon Studios movie, and I feel like there for a while they were putting out some really consistently good movies. I haven't seen what they're up to or like what they're doing now, but I just
1: Lord of the Rings <laughs> rings of power yeah, no shit i I've wanted to watch this, but to be honest. <laughs> Oh, the thing that holds you back is that runtime.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So here's, I think, like my hack for a lot of runtime stuff is watching it in a theater. So, like, I watched this in a yeah. theater. I don't think I could sit down and watch it at home.
1: No, that is that is the true hack because I need like my horse blinders on, right? and which i wish i didn't but i do Mm -hmm. let's just admit it uh but i don't have la screening opportunities or amc subscription opportunities even so
0: yeah um if
1: i if i'm to see these films it's like fully on me to do it
0: uh, i'm just so i feel spoiled honestly
1: (laughs) blessed (laughs) yeah for real
0: (laughs) Uh, but Suspiria um, Dakota Johnson is a dream a literal dream I she I want to see her more I want to see more of her everywhere
1: yeah well I need to check it out I do
0: yeah I think anyone who I don't know it like the first one is a, a classic the remake is it's great It's good. Hmm. That's Suspiria. Anyway, that's all I've been watching.
1: All right. Shall we move on to our spicy double feature?
0: Let's do it. Oh, my God. Let's talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Annie, hit me with some facts.
1: This movie came out November 11th, 2022, directed by Ryan Coogler, written by Ryan Coogler and Joe Robert Cole, a.k.a. J. Cole. No, not really. Okay. (laughs) Starring... Letitia Wright, Angela Bassett, Dominique Thorne, Martin Freeman, and Michael B. Jordan. Oh, and Lupita Nyong'o. There's some more in there, but I won't. I won't go on. Mm -hmm. It has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Here's the description from IMDb. The people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from intervening world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. Okay. Yeah. When this movie started production, Chadwick Boseman died. RIP. Nobody knew. He kept it a secret. So then they had to like go back to the beginning and start completely over. Wow. And, but it really frames a lot of the scenes in this movie. Cause I'm like, this is actually real.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: it made, it makes it sad. There's so there's multiple mourning scenes for him. And I'm like, thinking about the actors and I'm like, they they don't even have to act. They just have to think about him. Yeah. Very sad. So this movie is interesting because it sort of frames his death as the whole like inciting incident of this film.
0: Yeah. Which right. is,
1: I don't know that that's been done before.
0: I don't know either, but you know what? I really, I, I liked and appreciated the, multiple like homage uh mm-hmm. what do you call them oh my god
1: scenes or what are we talking about
0: yeah okay whenever you do a super cut of something
1: oh yeah montage uh, uh-huh. yeah
0: yeah so there was a couple of montages of him and then there was even like a moment of silence did you notice that like in the beginning in the opening credits
1: yeah, so they yeah, they put the Marvel logo instead of that th- before the movie starts. They put it after like a cold open. Mm-hmm. And instead of like Captain America, Thor, Hulk, instead of seeing those people, it's all Chadwick Boseman and it's played over complete silence.
0: Yeah, I really liked that. That was like honestly, that felt real. That felt like a real like okay, now we're having a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman rather than King T'Challa, which Right? He was yes. King? Yeah.
1: Yes, he was. Yeah. And I got very teary eyed. I had to like really hold it back from letting it go Aww. multiple times Aww. just because I'm like, I just, cause he really died. I think yeah. and watching the actors cry. I'm like, they're really crying. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh. so RIP Chadwick Boseman kind of cool that Leticia, you're right. Like, you know, somebody had to knock on her door and be like, listen, you're the star now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude,
0: okay, and she took the challenge. Wait. She was in that movie that I was telling you about last week, The Silent Twins. Oh. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, you're right. And she was so good in it. Okay, and this movie, like, it it was really fun and interesting to see her be in this kind of weird B indie movie a few weeks ago and then and like Act her ass off, and then watch her as the star of this like multi million dollar, huge like number one movie in America, and steal mm-hmm. the screen and like act her ass off in this too. Like it was really fun to watch. It was really, uh, she's great.
1: Yeah, she she did well. I think like one of the criticisms I have over the film though is like I felt like I didn't really know her, and mm-hmm. as a character, mm-hmm. and. They introduce a theme like pretty late in the film, which I to me, this would be a spoiler. So, if you don't want to know about Black Panther, skip this section. But, and the time code for the next movie is always in our description. Shout out description. But she eventually becomes a Black Panther, it's in all the posters. So, that's not that huge spoiler, but, um, at that point, and it happens so late in the movie, though, at that point, there's, like, a new theme of, like, what kind of panther will she be? Will she be a King T'Challa or... What's his name? What is Michael B. Jordan's name? Killmonger. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, oh, I I didn't know this would, is a struggle. Like, I don't know her very well, so I don't know which one she'd be. Yeah. Did you feel that way?
0: Uh, Yeah, but I... Like it wasn't annoying to me or it wasn't like, what is okay. it? Because I feel like we we figured it out with her. Like we learned with her, which was nice.
1: Yeah, I just felt like I felt like it could have used all that runtime to like create this back and forth battle for her instead of dealing with Ironheart, which is like the uh, college kid who creates an Iron Man suit. And instead of dealing with Martin Freeman and Julia Louise Dreyfus, oh my God, all of their scenes, I thought, I thought that that plot line was like gonna come to a crazy, awesome head where like the CIA has to step in and they have to fight the Wakandans, but the Wakandans like are not trying to fight them, like something crazy, and it just puttered out into absolutely nothing. And you could have removed that whole plot line from the film, and it would have. The film would have made complete sense without it.
0: Okay. I have a theory that. Yes. Okay. These were, they were the only two white people in the movie, right? Like those two
1: people. Uh, Aside from like the people on the ship at the beginning. Yeah. But the only two white people that like of note, right? Yeah. Uh huh. I think so. Yeah.
0: Okay. I what's your theory?
1: I just, Oh, they needed some.
0: Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs>
1: Um, no, you're probably right. Not that they need it, but that the studio did that. Right. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, but J- Julia Louis-Dreyfus, why did they, why did they do okay. that to her hair?
1: So she is playing like a character from the comics. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I'm just... Whenever someone shows up with some color in their hair, they gotta be a comic book character, am I right? <laughs> um But the reason... So she... Her uh, plotline started in that Captain America show.
0: Oh, I think with the Falcon Falcon Uh
1: Winter Soldier and she is like works for the American government, but is like a bad guy. And then she showed up in that uh, Black Widow movie. And now she's showing up here.
0: (laughs) She is supposed to be the director of the CIA. Okay. But they made her character so insecure and like... Did they? Yeah, I thought so. Oh, I didn't...
1: I thought she wasn't. I didn't get that at all.
0: I didn't get like strong, like I'm in charge, like uh, maybe... That's so funny.
1: Well, that's good to know because you haven't seen her in these other things, right?
0: Yeah, no, I think it was because they kept playing into her relationship or like her past relationship with...
1: (laughs) Martin Freeman, which yeah. has never been revealed before. It this was movie, a, like, it was revealed a, that.
0: Like, honestly, it was kind of annoying. It was distracting. I would, yeah, I would cut the whole, that whole thing. I also think that, like, a lot of the uh, young scientists, what's her name? She was cool. I uh,
1: I don't know, but sh- the character is called Ironheart.
0: Uh, just uh, so much of that could have been cut. I just... Well, and she's
1: getting a Disney Plus show, so that's why she was in this movie. But it's annoying, because I'm like, can I just get a film?
0: <laughs> There's too much going on, and it didn't... And this is a criticism that I have for Creed, too. Like, it just... Ooh. I It did not need all of that. It And to give us, like, a full, hearty story, I'm honestly, like... I'm tired of every single movie being almost three hours. Like, literally, like, whenever I left the theater after Wakanda, I was tired. I was like, I'm ready to go to bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it, it I thought that the beginning, though, started really strong. And I was like, this is the most cinematic I've ever seen a Marvel movie try to be. Like, when they're doing the funeral, and it's, like, a lot of slow motion. Mm-hmm. And the music is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like... I was like, this is great. And we're getting like shots of people walking from behind. Oh yeah. And when it, when the movie starts, we're starting in action. She like, uh, Letitia Wright's character comes in and she's just like, boom, boom, boom. I'm controlling the scene. I'm trying to make a cure. And I was like, I have never seen Marvel do this. And I got really excited for the rest of the movie and it just puttered out into like typical Marvel overstuffed. Yeah pacing
0: I did see Black Panther I think like when it came out mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't watched it since then I also like didn't really care I think I don't know so I don't I don't know the whole backstory aside from like the context clues that I got from this movie about Lupita Nyong'o's character but I feel like And correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like even that whole, like, side quest, going to Haiti and, like, making amends and her, like, doing an apology tour. Like, I feel like even that was kind of overkill.
1: Yeah. And it honestly, like, the mid-credits scene with, like, her son, Pita Nyong'o's son, who is T'Challa's son.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch that.
1: Okay, so so, uh, Mrs. Black Panther goes to Haiti and visits Lupita Nyong'o, and then she's like, "I'd like to introduce you to someone." And then this like seven year old boy comes out, and he's like, "Here's my name," and it's some like Haitian name, and he's like, "Oh, but also my name is like <laughs> King T'Challa Junior or something like that," <laughs> and I'm gonna be like the next king, the next Black Panther or something, and I'm like. Hmm, okay, but like is wasn't this movie supposed to be about how like Letitia Wright is Black Panther? I don't know. That was a little it it just is overstuffed. Dude, I can't even remember when they went to Haiti before. That's that. the
0: patriarchy, honestly. <laughs> it
1: they, was very House of the Dragon of them.
0: Uh, uh, um Let's talk about I want to talk about the blue people. Okay. Number one. Now I have two blue people to pay attention to. And and I saw a fucking trailer for Avatar before mm-hmm. I watched these blue people, which What'd I didn't even think? know. I did not even know that there were blue people in this movie and I watched the trailer <laughs> for Avatar and then on comes these new blue people. I was like what is happening?
1: Coming out of the water just Yo, like in Avatar.
0: <gasps> it, was, it was genuinely confusing.
1: I thought that this plot that blue people plotline in this felt very comic booky, which mm-hmm. on one hand is cool, on the other hand um like they're just going to be another source of canon fodder in my opinion in like future huge Marvel Marvel films where they bring like several major characters together like an end game, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. Avengers end game. Yeah. In the end of Endgame, it's like everybody's here. And and there's the meme where Doctor Strange like gets literally every hero you've ever seen ever or every group of people ever to come like fight. And I'm like, that's going to be these people. In like seven movies from now, they're going to show up to be CGI army to fight another CGI army in the background of whatever is actually happening. So overall, I don't know. I liked that. First of all, I like the casting. Everyone that they cast, if they're going to be, like, Mexican, they're going to be Mexican. If they're going to meet Mayan, they're going to look Mayan. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean by Mm -hmm. that? Yeah. It really shows how often movies don't do that. (laughs) This movie. Yeah. The villain, I thought he was really good. What did you think about him?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, he was really good. I didn't even really consider him the villain, honestly. Yeah, true. Because it was like, this is just a leader trying to protect like his people his tribe um and i also really appreciated the depiction of an indigenous culture and they like go back in time to like the spanish um mm-hmm. what do you call it what is the thing called inquisition there we go thank you mm-hmm. it, where they were like pushed out of their land and yeah i just like i really appreciated that story i think that's like a, it's very similar to what i was saying last week about woman king about how i really appreciate that these stories are being told from the other side like we're not getting the white yeah. washed down version of these stories and like this is obviously fiction and it's fictionalized but it's still you know in indigenous peoples being pushed out of their home for money and exploitation and resources. And I just, I like, I like that we're getting more of that.
1: I love the imagery of like Wakanda and then this new like entire culture that is like, it's like a utopia that is like untouched by colonialism. Yes. Yes. And, um, I love that as a concept. It's really nice to see, and then, but also, it's frustrating to watch them fight because it's like you guys got to work together. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys are not the enemies of each other. It's like it's the people on land. It's the colonizers. Is they're like they are directly calling them that in the movie. Yeah. Um, but it <laughs> is cool to see.
0: She literally says, "My favorite colonizer."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. If they're gonna include those characters, at least she called them that. Yeah. Have you noticed? Have you noticed that, like, in films, in PG thirteen films now, main characters are allowed to like kill or assault cops on screen, and it's like okay. Wow! No, it's been happening. It happened in this. Anyways, that was just an observation I had.
0: Hmm. I, well, like, you know, yeah, all cops. So even even the ones in movies, and especially the ones in movies, actually.
1: No, it's just um, we're making strides is all.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I also really liked and appreciated that the majority, aside from the villain, whoever we're calling, whatever his name is, he was fucking cool, by the way. um, I like that the majority of our main characters are black women. Like, let's... I can't even think of another movie where there was... Let me see one, two, three, four. I think four of the main characters were black women. Like an a- for this to be an action movie, a Marvel movie, a superhero movie. Like for for that to to be portrayed on screen, like this is huge. This is great for representation. Also, they were all bad as fuck and like
1: yeah, and buff as hell.
0: Yes, cool <laughs> characters, genuinely.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. It is really, it is really inspiring to see. And I wish that the movie, I wish it could be like additional. I wish this could happen on, on all kinds of movies, not just Marvel movies. I guess it's all, yeah, I guess it happened for women King, but like, um, also this wouldn't, this might not have happened if, if, Chadwick Boseman was alive. Not saying that he like should be dead. I'm just saying, like, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah.
1: They ran with it in a good way. Like, they made it. They're like, you know what? Let's make this, like, a bunch of bad queens. Yes, I live for it, honestly.
0: Like, I don't think that I would have had as good a time with...
1: <laughs> Without men.
0: Uh, I mean for real. Like <laughs> if I'm being really honest. Yeah. Um no, and you know what? A lot of the characters were really funny. A lot of the actors had really great timing. That was a note that I had for um the villain, uh, the guy is he had great timing. He was a great he gave a great performance. I really liked his performance. But a lot like uh the general, she was hilarious. Like her one-liners were super funny. I I found myself laughing a couple of times at her. It was it it's just like it was fun to watch. It was an enjoyable experience, which like I can't say that for like Thor like I had a tear. I had a miserable time watching Thor like that was not, <laughs> it was not a great movie it was not fun to watch this is a it's a good movie and it was really like an enjoyable watch
1: mm. yeah it, I thought I thought it started strong and then by the end I was like pretty bored honestly like the Damn. final fight scene was lame to me the the fact that they're fighting on a boat in the middle of the ocean was lame it just like Basically, you could have told me anyone directed this and it wouldn't have mattered because they all have to look the exact same, these Marvel movies. Yeah. It's wild to me how bland they look considering like how much crazy stuff is happening on screen. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I wish they would just simplify and then make it more artistic i guess but it was it was better than thor and i mean i had some i had some fun i'm glad it exists
0: yeah me too i think it's important representation also wakanda forever
1: wakanda forever what are you giving uh Uh, this movie out of 10
0: uh you know what it is a full and solid six
1: I am also giving it a six. Dang. Movie Maven score for Black Panther Wakanda forever. Six out of 10. Curious what the, the fans think of this.
0: Yeah. Right. I'm in. hearing
1: like some love, some hate, some are just like where we are, where it's like, that was okay. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about cre Wait, Why wasn't Michael B.
1: Jordan in that fucking movie? oh he died so he's in like the afterlife
0: oh uh, oh that's useful context i didn't
1: know (laughs) so when they're like who did you see it's like she could have seen chadwick boseman obviously she couldn't have really because he died but like um that's like their afterlife i believe or she could have seen her mom right so Mm -hmm. um, i see I love that, though, Michael B. Jordan, like, has a whole new hairstyle. Like, Uh in the afterlife, you can still, like, get fresh cuts and work out. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Let's talk about Michael B. Jordan. Let's talk about Creed. Uh, Annie, hit me with some facts.
1: Creed came out in 2015, directed by Ryan Coogler, written by Ryan Coogler and Aaron Covington. It's starring Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, and Sylvester Stallone. Here's a description from IMDb. The former world heavyweight champion Rocky Balboa serves as a trainer and mentor to Adonis Johnson, the son of his late friend and formal rival Apollo Creed. So we're in the Rocky universe. I forgot to get the Rotten Tomatoes score on this. Let's see. We'll do it live. (laughs) 95. Wow. My goodness. Okay, what did you think of Creed?
0: Well, it's not the best movie. It is not, I would not give it a 95% if I were Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, (laughs) That being said, though, like, there isn't a whole, like, there's not a whole lot to complain about. Um, I think it was just it kind of is a little bit bland I think I would have liked and appreciated like uh, more like in depth looks at characters but also like I had a great time in all of the fight scenes also they were for sure hitting each other. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So Carson texted me while she was watching it and said, bro, these guys are really hitting each other. And I'm like, there's no way. But watching it, I don't know how they filmed it, because there would be really, really, really long takes of fight Uh scenes where the camera would be doing 360s over these dudes while they're punching. So there's no like hiding the punch behind Uh the person's face, like how stunts usually are done. Uh And CGI could have been at play here but like there were there were moments where i'm like they had to have been hitting each other
0: dude they were beating the shit out of each other it was so fun i was like and michael
1: yeah and he really had to learn how to do all those moves
0: his character was so
1: bland yeah he was wasn't he another instance of like wait who is this guy like i i know he has a love interest but like I feel like I know more about her and that she has a full Sound of Metal subplot going on. Dude, I really like that, honestly. Whereas he, like, his character is, what, training? Training he, montages? And yeah.
0: He's, like, mad, but also, like, has a lot of goals and ambitions. Uh, maybe he's, he's rich. He's mad again. Yeah, he's rich. He's privileged. Kind of a straight
1: edge. yeah. I don't know, like, I agree with that. But I will say that as soon as this movie started, I was like, oh, shit, an actual, like, film. The opening of this movie was really well done, and it was very cool. Like, I don't know. It just, it's weird seeing this compared to Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Those movies are like, they're something else, dog. They're not even a movie. It's just like a Marvel thingy. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But what, what, You said, like, that you had some of the same criticisms from Wakanda Forever in this. Is it just character related? Or do you think this is, like, had too many ideas or something?
0: Yes. I do think that it had a little bit too much going on. It And I think the biggest thing was that they braided in Rocky Balboa into this. Like, I... Don't think that they did it successfully, I think they could have done that successfully and not had the love interest or had the love interest and not done the whole Rocky Balboa plot mm-hmm. line it just it it was like you were saying is overstuffed it was just a little bit too much, and then like uh spoiler alert and then Rocky has cancer i like. This is too much. It's too much. And it didn't keep up with itself. It didn't, like, dive into these subplots in a way that was satisfying or engrossing. It was just, like, it was just kind of bland. It fell really flat for me. The funnest part of this movie were the fight scenes.
1: Yeah. When, when, he, when uh, Adonis, when Michael B. Jordan visits Tessa Thompson's character after they've been, like, fighting and like the way he gets into her apartment is just to be like rocky's sick. That yeah. was very cheesy to me. I I definitely agree it could have ditched one of these things. I would have ditched Tessa Thompson to be honest because they need Sylvester Stallone. Right. For the tie-in um and it was just cheesy how he's like I'm going to fight this if you're going to fight that. Oh my god. To, to me yeah. I'm like wait, was there ever a conclusion on that cancer subplot?
0: No, it was just that he's going to go to treatment. But you know what? It like Uh, It was very apparent to me that they added that in as a way to give him more lines and more screen time. Like at the end of the very last fight, the camera holds on him for like three minutes and he's delivering this monologue about how proud he is of Donnie Mm. and how um, he's going to, like Donnie's helping him fight through something and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, okay. Sylvester Stallone, the actor is now, like, has entered the chat. This is no longer, <laughs> like, Rocky Balboa
1: <laughs> as True. the
0: character.
1: Yeah, it is Sylvester Stallone, for sure. That's a good way of putting it. Um, Which is weird. It could have handled it, because it, it doesn't... It It's not that complicated. Speaking of the final fight, though, I thought that the end of this movie just sort of, like, was too abrupt... And not very good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe it's me not understanding how boxing works, but, like, the fight ends and seemingly Creed wins, but he doesn't win. He could have won. Like, they could have just let him win, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It just fell so flat. It ended so suddenly, and it was very kind of anticlimactic.
0: Okay. So... This is another little subplot that I felt, like, was not properly explored or, like, given any, like, the just the correct treatment was his whole thing about not carrying the creed name that felt like it should have been a bigger deal than it was and then at the in the last fight like he put on the creed name and was like fighting as a creed and i just like i wanted that to be a much bigger deal and mm-hmm. i wanted like the title to be a much bigger deal i needed the stakes to be higher it was just like it was disappointing how flat the third
1: act was yeah i fully i fully agree with everything you just said that should have been i mean it was a theme but it should have been paid off better yeah the whole thing should have been paid off better i don't mm-hmm. know it it's pretty good it's a pretty good movie it's no 95 on rotten tomatoes but it's it's well directed And they made like four more of these films. Did you get the trailer for the new one before Black Panther?
0: Yeah, and it actually looks pretty good. Not going to lie. But, okay, here's what we were talking about literally at the very beginning of this podcast, is this runtime is fucking ridiculous, and (laughs) I was watching this movie at home, and it just didn't carry, it did not hold my attention. It did not. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like, I found myself being really distracted. I found myself looking at my phone. I found myself pausing the movie. Like, I, and that's, that to me is not a fun movie-watching experience, whereas, like, I think even if I did watch Wakanda at home, I feel like it would have held my attention.
1: Yeah. I think the stakes are too low and it's like at the back of my mind, I'm like, well, if he fails at this, who cares? He's got a ton of money. Right. And he could do whatever he wants.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I had never seen this before. Had you seen this?
1: Yes. I, I saw it. I think in theaters when it came out and then I have never seen any of the sequels.
0: My it, Michael B Jordan directed the new one coming out, right?
1: Yes, he did. It's like his debut.
0: That's exciting. Honestly, that's really exciting. I love to see people glow up in their careers or like follow their dreams in this way. I'm excited for him. It looks yeah. good. Like the trailer looks great.
1: Yeah, it does. I don't know that I'll see it. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, no, I don't think so either.
1: Unless it's, like, the reviews are insane.
0: Is, uh... Okay. Just to be clear, Rocky Balboa is a character, right? Yes. Okay. That's not a real person.
1: Right. Okay. As far as I know. But I, again could be very wrong
0: (laughs) i want to know i'm curious if this if apollo creed was a big deal in the rocky
1: movies yeah that was like his rival
0: oh like for real for real yeah that was like
1: the whole plot of the first movie
0: oh okay i feel like that could have been explored more
1: i think it's assuming you know this
0: oh that's rude you know, I will get I will give Marvel this is that you do not have to see all of them to kind of like get it. Like they give a lot of context clues.
1: They are pretty good at that. Mhm. Except I totally forgot that Lupita Nyong'o was like T'Challa's girl, so at the end <laughs> in the mid-credit scene when like baby T- T'Challa comes out, I was like, "Oh, that's right."
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I had forgotten, Oops. too. I also didn't get the context clue on that. But, yeah, that that was fine for me. I think it kind of worked out. It seemed like she needed to do some sort of apology tour. I, I apology didn't. And, to and, and, like, I didn't need to know why.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're like, the details <laughs> don't matter.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, also... I want to point this out. Okay, so uh, like I was saying about like um, this realization that I had that I, I prefer more like slice of life movies to like um, fantastical sci-fi movies is I did – I – okay, I work in marketing. I work in social media. I have for years. That is my job. I work – like my job is done almost entirely with my brain and it <laughs> as is opposed like, to what well okay Your body? that's what i'm saying yes my body okay like, yeah it i watching this movie and watching wakanda too. it like something clicked in my mind of like holy shit like people like i live very insularly like i my body is what it does and what it looks like and how it functions and how it performs is entirely up to me. It has nothing to do with my job. That was like a really oh. weird and fun realization to have while watching these two movies specifically.
1: That's so funny. I remember the first time I saw Creed, I was very inspired to go work out you know, on a similar note. <laughs> oh. Did but you feel this
0: way this time? No. <laughs> okay.
1: No. Mm-hmm. I did not but like Angela Bassett's arms made me want to get stronger, oh, I guess.
0: She is a fucking fox. <laughs>
1: her, she, she has those shoulder muscles. I've yeah. never seen, I don't think I've seen a woman have such crazy shoulder muscles. It was Dude, amazing.
0: She's, she's in her 60s.
1: Oh my God. She's so, her.
0: yeah, good for her, man. Mm.
1: I love that you thought, I like while these movies were happening, you're like, deconstructing your entire life work life and (laughs) body (laughs) literally no i was
0: okay it started while i was watching wakanda whenever they started jumping off the ship the 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 like people who were working on oh with the 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 siren song yes that was actually kind of cool no that was really cool but i was like holy shit like these people are on a ship like working i don't do nothing like that
1: I just, like, think silly things and... Uh Uh-huh. Right? Make documents. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a silly
1: life we live. You
0: know, I like it, though. It's fun. Like, what are the stakes? (laughs) What are the stakes, really? True. I get my feelings hurt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Well, what would you give Creed out of 10?
0: I liked it way less than I liked Wakanda. Whoa. Uh, Yeah um it was just still it was boring it was bland it fell flat uh it was also in way too fucking long um i'm
1: gonna give it a four i'm gonna give it a seven i liked it more than black panther wakanda forever damn um that means the movie maven score for creed is i believe a five and a half out of ten
0: yes you would be correct okay uh, well, yeah, that feels right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Anyway, write to us. Not on Twitter because R.I.P. Twitter. Maybe we should start. Ooh, Annie. What if we started a Discord server and like invited everybody? We could just chit chat in here. That'd be fine I.
1: That's always been on my list, but in the future.
0: Yeah, I feel. Well, yeah. I mean, the future is now. Twitter is over. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you can follow us on Instagram at Movie Maven's Pod. No, I think it's just Movie Maven, sorry. It's Movie Maven's Pod on Twitter. But follow follow us on whatever. Anyway, also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That helps a lot. We'll send you a sticker if you want. Um, that's it. Movie Mavens all the way out.